listening to the SCV Connected podcast with my mom, Kelly O'Keefe. I'm here today with Kristen Lowry from Children's Orchard is how I reached out to you. Yes. But little did I know there's so much more. So much more. But how did Children's Orchard come into the picture and then all the other all the other things. Yep. Fun story. It's been in the community for 25 years. Oh my gosh. I know. So we have like third generation <laughs> shoppers at this point, which okay. is really cool. My husband and I have lived in the Valley for 16 years. My husband grew up here actually, so a little bit longer than 16 years. And we have four kids. We homeschool them. And at one point I was a nurse and my husband was actually a local pastor. So he pastored a church here for 15 years. And it just became harder and harder really to make a living that way. So we actually looked into business and tried actually several different, like frozen yogurt, pizza shop. We looked into all these things. My husband actually managed Vincenzo's for a while when he was really young. Yeah. And so he was like, let's do a pizza shop. And I was like, I know nothing about pizza. (laughs) Uh, So I was still working at the hospital. I worked at Holy Cross. And this shop, this little shop came up, Children's Orchard, on the business for sale. So have you you ever been there before? Were you going to the place a lot? Yeah. I was like a religious customer. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Four kids. Yeah. I mean, every week, really. I would go in, take some things that we had outgrown or toys or whatever, see if I could get a little bit of store credit, get the next size up. Huge fan. Okay. Followed them religiously. Every sale. I mean, they knew me by name. I knew them by name. (laughs) Like, it was, I was a huge fan. So when it came up for sale, we were like, oh my gosh, let's, let's just try and let's see. And it just worked out pretty smoothly. Everything just fell into place. And so we wound up purchasing it in 2019. So we've been the owner since then. Wow. So is it a lucrative business? Like walk me through all of this. Okay. I'm so fascinated. (laughs) We do go to a children's orchard and I wish I had found it sooner, but my kids love it. Yay. They just, yeah. Cause there's like American girl stuff. Yes. There's everything. And I don't feel guilty because I'm like, well, we brought stuff in already. Or usually I'll bring the stuff when they're not there. Yes. (laughs) Right? I know. You're like, I do the same thing. I'm like purging when they're not around and I hide it and stick it in the back of the car. Do you just get so much stuff from the community? Nowadays, we're always purging. So what happens to all the stuff that... What happens? It's a really (laughs) great question. So, I mean, to unpack it, it's not actually a super lucrative business. Our margins are really tight. And part of that is just business in California. Okay. It's tough. It's a tough state to do business in. It's so expensive. And when people bring a basket into our shop, like, we pay our employees to look through it. So there's... There's so much that goes into so much. It's not um, just volunteers. It's no paid staff. It's paid staff. It's a for profit. You know, it's not a nonprofit. So, I'm trying to think. What were the other questions? So we get a ton of items, like so many. In fact, when we first bought the store, we would have days where like 80 different people would bring in tubs of. Oh my gosh! I just yeah, like our front was completely filled. Our back room completely filled. You could not walk anywhere because that's how much stuff gets brought in. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So I I forget when, but a couple years ago, we moved to like a reservation system. Yes. I'm very familiar with that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Which made people really upset. But honestly, it was like, it was getting to be a safety thing for our staff. I could see that. It was just, we were overwhelmed with the amount of stuff. So that's not a problem. We get plenty in. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, and we do get amazing, amazing products in Gosh, sometimes yes. that you're just like, 
I'm so thankful because it's not going to a landfill. Right. If someone's not going to use it, someone else will. And then I don't know if people know this, but we pay cash back to the community. You could choose cash or store credit. And so I think it was last year we put back into the community 160,000 plus dollars. Oh my gosh. Cash. Wow. That's not counting store credit. Wow. So it's really neat if you think about the model of the store just inherently gives back to the community. Yeah. And that's a whole range of families. So we serve a lot of maybe lower income families really kind of depend on our prices and our deals in terms of clothing their kids, like just very practical. And then we also have maybe families who aren't struggling, but they're very environmentally conscious. Oh, for sure. Right? Clothing styles change so quickly and then it just goes into the landfill. Yes. Yeah. I, I had talked to someone at some point in the community who was like, yeah, I was trying to convince my wife to come to your store because everything we don't use, she just tosses. And I was like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> just, just because like as when you that's what you do, you're like, you can't imagine tossing it. It's perfectly right. fine. But I think another side of that is like, as a mom, I didn't realize how much I would accumulate. I mean, stuffed animals alone, let alone clothes and shoes. And then yeah. if you have generous friends that give you hand-me-downs, it, it really does become so much. And yeah. then when you go to, like, declutter, the thought of putting it in a trash can means it's going into the earth. And how right? does that break down? So it does feel so much better to bring it to Children's Orchard, get credit, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then, I mean, kids have so many spirit days and so many different things and sports. And it's yes. just been such a blessing for our family Yay. to go there and get – like whether it's soccer equipment mm. or, you know, new 4th of July dress I think we went for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about that T-shirt that you're yeah. going to need for school right. that they're really just going to wear once. Right. Because next year it'll be too small. Right? Yep. So come yep. to us, get it for a fraction of the price, and know that you're not contributing more to all of our environmental crises. Yeah. Okay, so was there a point where you had to leave your career as a nurse? So I spent a, two years doing both. And um, it was nuts. I do not recommend this. And and I like, I don't really know how I even cope because it was too much. Yeah. And I mean, opening your own business, you kind of know you're going to have to give it so much of your time. You're going to eat, sleep and breathe this business. But then you also have four kids. And you were a nurse? Yeah. Oh, my. Like, you're not Superwoman? No, how did you not? I I cried so much. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I just spent a lot of time crying. You're human. (laughs) Totally human. And and honestly, I had to ask for help. Like, we hired a babysitter, and I would ask her. Like, I'd leave her a list of, can you get these math problems done with my youngest and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of have to figure things out to make it work. But I would, so I worked a seven to seven at the hospital, like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And there were so many days where I would get up and I would get to the store by five. So I could work for, you know, almost like 90 minutes, Mm -hmm. like push it to the very last moment. I know I have to leave by this time or else I won't make it down to Holy Cross. And then, you know, I get there in my scrubs. And then at the end of the day, sometimes I'd have to come back to the store after my shift at the hospital in my scrubs. So we did that for two years. And my gosh, it was, it was a lot. I lost some hair, you know, ladies, watch your cortisol levels. (laughs) (laughs) Had to rebalance that. (laughs) And so at that two year mark is when we really sat down and we were like, 
we either need to be all in in business or we need to seriously consider not having a business. Right. And so what do we want for the future to be? And it was really scary because business has a lot of advantages. Mm -hmm. So we can, you know, things like cell phone and internet, the business pays for those things. So there's some expenses that we're covering, but it wasn't like we were making a whole bunch of money. Right. And so leaving the nursing field was kind of this, I'm not going to get that paycheck every other week. Are you sure? I really didn't want to. I really, my husband is more entrepreneurial. I don't know if you listen to like how I built this. So he's, he would take the risk. Totally. I am not. So I just, I'm a little more risk adverse and I prefer a little more security in my life. But it really did feel like, you know, what could it be if we just decided to go all in with business? The potential really is quite a bit bigger. Right. Not that it's guaranteed. Right. But then you also think, well, what if you don't try? Right. So you had yeah. to go for it. Had to go for it. Okay. So we quit my, I quit my job officially. And then a couple months later, we got this amazing opportunity to buy another business called the Closet Trading Company. So this other opportunity is a luxury women's resale. So it's kind of the same concept as Children's Orchard where we bring things in from clients. Much fancier level. So we're selling things like Chanel and Dior and Louis Vuitton. That is so cool. Yes. So are you in, really you're in Santa Monica doing this? Yes. So are, do you get like celebrity assistants that like drop yes. things off? Oh, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Okay. We get a lot of stylists. We actually work with a lot of major influencers as well. Really? So we have two locations. We have Santa Monica, the closet trading company, and then we have Woodland Hills. Oh um, can you so. do, is there anything online? Like, can I go online yes. and find a Chanel purse? <gasps> yes. Oh, some cool. gorgeous things right now. You should Yay. totally come. Okay. I know. <laughs> I'm so I'll excited. Do a styling session or something. I don't know. For sure. So both of our stores offer free styling services. Our girls are amazing. Wow. They'll put a look together for you. It's really fun. Okay. So um, I'm going to make a girl stay out of it. Yes. Bring some girlfriends and we'll come. Yes. We oh. usually have bubbly on hand. So you wow. can have a little bubbly while you're shopping. And it's okay. it's a really fun store. So same thing. Like we're bringing items in that people aren't using or sometimes they've never used. So right. Brand new with tags, like never used for whatever reason. And more often than not, really. And sometimes like bags will be brand new because like one time it was a client, it was like an old boyfriend had given a very generous, like beautiful gift, right? That's so funny. (laughs) And, And this client didn't want it anymore because they weren't together. And she was like, sell it. I just, I don't want it. Like, and never used it. Wow. So gorgeous designer bag. Brand spanking new. Like, amazing. So, yeah, I see how neat it is that you have both ends Mm -hmm. because they both – I mean, that complements for sure. So if, like, maybe Children's Orchard isn't making as much, the profit margin over here must be – Huge. The profit margin at the other stores is a lot better. Okay. But rent probably. (laughs) Still, the cost of doing business in California, still – huge. So when when we talk, you know how in COVID it was all about small business, small business, help small business. Yep. It really is true. It takes a lot for a small business to be profitable. And like they always say 2 to 3 years of owning your business before you're profitable. Yeah. And COVID set everyone most everybody back to the very square one. 
Wow. So a lot of small businesses are starting over. So anyway, like that's my little soapbox plug. Yeah, wait. So then what <laughs> did you do? Small what did you guys do for during COVID? Well, you I mean, have people in the yeah, store. No, we couldn't. So we were closed. <gasps> wow. We were, you know, non-essential. So the stores were closed. That's and it was scary. so scary. I mean, the government did provide assistance and things like that. So we were able to stay open. Thankfully. Thankfully. Um, it, it's, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. But I think a lot of small businesses are still recovering. Oh, my gosh, yes. So yeah. if you can think about, you know, I know it costs more to go buy a candle at, um, like, one of my favorites, Maison on Main Street. Shout out. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> I love her. So, but she has a beautiful gift shop where she sells beautiful things, candles and all. It's cheaper at Target. It is. Right. But I want Kathleen to stay open. Right. So I buy my candle at Kathleen's. <laughs> so I love getting to know you. I love, like, putting a face behind, yeah. like, the logo, the storefront. Okay, so you have three businesses. Mm-hmm. What's next? Like, are you going to be acquiring even more? I think I heard rumblings of a nonprofit. Yes. Okay. So my husband, so when he left pastoring full time, we actually joined a nonprofit. It's called Novo. And so what we've really been working towards is partnering with a nonprofit called Saving Innocence. They're actually local. They're in L.A. County. They rescue children, minors, out of sex trafficking and it's so crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that it happens close to Santa Clarita. Yeah. In our little, like, bubble. Mm-hmm. I mean, just living in the United States. Like, we're so blessed. And so yeah. it's just crazy to think that sometimes we think things like child trafficking, no, that happens there, not here. But, I know. Wow. It's – it really is – like, my – we've had meetings with the directors mm-hmm. to talk about different things and opportunities and – I mean, you come away really kind of having nightmares. Wow. It's very real. It's, like, horrifying what's happening. And it's kids that are, you know, the kids who are at risk. Like, maybe their parents are working really hard, and so they're not around a lot. And, you know, things happen. So, anyway, we really want to see more justice for those kids. Okay. Um, oh, and I'll get all worked up. Oh, I'm going to try not to. <laughs> yeah. No, it's hard not to, especially yeah. as moms. Oh, oh my gosh. Seriously, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I went to a talk where we heard a survivor share her story, and I was just like, it's devastating. Oh. Devastating. So one thing that we would really like to do is in all of our stores, all three stores, we have lots of things that come in that aren't maybe – up to the par of what we would put out on the floor for our shoppers. Okay. Because as a resale, it's different than thrift, right? Mm-hmm. You're going through it. You're making sure it's the current style, that it's clean, that it's gently used. If it's okay. more used, we try to, like, price it at a dollar, you know? Right, right. Um, so we do our best. There's a lot of things that are still totally wearable that might be just an older style or yeah. whatever. Right. So what we would like to do is actually open up a shop for Saving Innocence. So like a thrift store, yeah. a nonprofit, where it can kind of serve a multi-purpose in terms of the money that comes in would benefit the organization, okay. Saving Innocence. But it could also provide a place for their graduates to have some on-the-job experience, maybe a little bit of training. Because mm-hmm. uh, as you can imagine – if you've lived like that since you were 11, right. you have no concept of what a normal job. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. Right? Like, right. you don't know how to dress yourself Wow. for, like, 
normal life. Like there's wow. so many facets aside from the actual trauma. Mm-hmm. You just you, they would not know because they would have no reason to know because their whole life they've been earning money doing something else. Oh, my gosh. So Novo, break this down. Like, how does... It's an international missions organization. Okay. And then Novo is going to then partner with Saving Innocence. Yeah. So we're on staff with Novo. Okay. So we technically would partner with Saving Innocence. Okay. So Novo is kind of like an umbrella um, for us and really just even legally. I mean, they support us. They are amazing at caring for staff. So... They offer all kinds of resources to their staff, and we get together and have conferences and things like that. Nice. um, Which is great. So they're kind of like the overarching organization. And then we have our own nonprofit, 5013C. (laughs) And so we have our own, and that would kind of be the umbrella that partners with Saving Innocent. That is a great idea. We're still, like, it's still in the talking phases, but that's the goal. Do you see that happening Um, before 2024 or that's like the next couple years yes so if it were up to my husband we would open tomorrow and I was like time out yeah hold on here Um, we'd have like another shop and the thrift shop so are your kids getting older can they like start working yes you'll see my kids in children's orchard all the time stop yes my 14 year old son works there and he's so cute he'll be talking to women who are like you know older women and he's he's like so where are you going are you taking a trip like he's so cute and my girls work there as well I'm just so in awe of all the things that you do and that you have planned I'll have to connect you with the uh, Rise Foundation. I was yeah. just in here speaking with them, and they are a nonprofit that's local, mm. and they work directly with the social worker. So I they have that. a warehouse where they'll store items like that, and the social worker can come shopping. It's not mm-hmm. guest-facing in the sense of, like, mm. a neighbor could just walk in. Yeah. But I think that that's idea. so neat that there's more of these kind of secondhand stores with causes popping up, mm-hmm. like the closet on Main Street. I think that mm-hmm. helps single women's outreach. Mm-hmm. There's um, the Assistance League. Yes. So yeah. I guess there's a huge market for that. I, I know. Mm-hmm. It's really great. I think thrifting in and of itself is kind of like a sport. Like there are some people who are very devoted to yeah. thrifting. Mm-hmm. And so when you can open up a place – and there's no shortage of stuff. Right. Like, no. We yeah. all have – so much like yes. I think every week I can donate right. more and yeah. I still am fine so it would be really great to just tap into that thrifting market but have it obviously benefit yeah these people who really need our help is there one segment of everything you do you're more passionate about or oh man that's a really great question I'm I don't know I don't know I love I'm kind of my personality is like I love all the things okay so I can never pick a favorite because I just love them all I could see how you would love like certain aspects too maybe Mm -hmm. children's orchard if you started that first it has a special place in your heart but then you probably meet people along the way that affect you differently too or absolutely I love I call children's orchard the little shop that could because it really some COVID was rough and so I'm like I'm just it's the little shop that could I love it I love what we can offer to our families that come shop with us so I love that part I love our other shops too because it's so fun do you get to like talk to stylists and in my normal life at least it's Chanel is not a part of my normal life so (laughs) I'll just throw that out there (laughs) but how fun it's almost like playing dress up yes it can be really fun and then I love actually 
in terms of like running the businesses, my favorite thing, honestly, is marketing. Really? I love it. I think it's so, I think there's business enough for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I love sharing like fun businesses that I love. I love Instagram. I love Yeah, so do you do graphics. all the posts yes. for both? Okay, for all yeah. your businesses. I mean, it's a lot, but at Children's Orchard, we've always done pop-up events. So I will invite vendors, like whether it's makers or bakers or treats or whatever, coffee carts, to come out and do a pop-up event. And it's totally free. You do not have to pay a space fee. It's just fun. Yeah. You know, so you like partnering with different yeah. people in the community. That's so cool. What would you say to someone that is maybe a female wanting to go into business, like maybe another woman, another mom? Oh well, that's oh, that's really. I feel like you could write a book I, on this kind of stuff. Oh, I'm like, how could I narrow it down? I think so. Oh, and you probably know when you are working for yourself, you are working harder than you will ever work. Yes, and there is no geek squad. There's no <laughs> IT department. You are it. You're you, everything. It's you, baby. Oh, um, yes, and um, and you can almost like work nonstop because. Yeah. Honestly, I can do everything for most everything from my phone. So I could work. I work all day long. Before I came in here, I was in the car. I was making a reel. Oh my god! You know, I like made two drafts. I bought an ad like from yeah. my phone. So I would say, but if if you have something that you feel like is a felt need mm-hmm. in the community, go for it. Okay. Like. Why not? So we were, I was talking with a friend of mine, actually, who, because we homeschool, there's like a felt need for like a hybrid, like a cottage school. Mm -hmm. I could drop my kids off for two days, but keep them home for the other days. But I really need these kinds of classes. And and I'm like, there are so many families like that. And my friend would be amazing at running a school like that. Oh my gosh. Like, just do it. Yeah. But just know going in, it's so hard. There's going to be tears. So hard. But it's so worth it. Like the wins are high and the lows are low. (laughs) Yes. So one of the things that I love doing is listening to podcasts with entrepreneurs. Okay. Because every one of them, no matter how many billions they've made, they all have had sleepless nights. They've all come close to bankruptcy. They've all lost everything and had to start over. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Every single one. So if you want to go into business, and this is not... Not MLMs. This is like, you know, business business. Okay. You just have to know that it's going to take a lot of hard work and you should probably plan on at least two years before you quit. <laughs> <laughs> if it hasn't been two years yet, don't quit. Oh, my gosh. And I heard somewhere so- someone said, don't quit on a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't quit on a bad day. Yeah. And figure out time. Make margin. So I'm not naturally a planner. I Hmm. <laughs> I, I just it's just not me okay. um I kind of like fly by the seat of my pants and yeah. you know spontaneous it, yeah that's I'm kind of like that too like inspirational spark with this yes this is like my creative baby so yes. to speak slash business and I'm like oh I am a planner I'm an achiever but then sometimes it's like well creatively something will spark and Yes. And so if that's more of you and you're going into business, just know you're going to have to develop some tools. So I've had to really work hard and be intentional about developing tools. Just simple, like I have a planner now. I write it down. Okay. (laughs) Which before I never would have. But it you just – there's that book, um, What Got You – right? Good to Great. What Got You Here Won't Get You There. So just think about that. Like what would you need to really get there – 
that maybe doesn't come naturally to you because there's going to be those things. How do you create margin with family, like with kids, not being on your phone? Yeah. Like how, I mean, nah. or is it a constant <laughs> struggle? It's a constant struggle. Oh my gosh, I, I love how real you are. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a constant <laughs> struggle. I have a basket by the door. And I do my best to plop the phone in the basket. And inevitably, the moment I do that, somebody calls me. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. But I think it, I mean, it comes in waves. And you just have, it's a learning curve. Right. So you, and I, I tend to be very open with my kids. So I always apologize, especially because now I have teenagers and teenagers will tell you. Oh, man. When, when you are messing up. Oh. <laughs> like, well, you told me to get off my phone, but you're on oh, your yeah. phone. Oh, my you gosh, know? my eight-year-old. Yep. <laughs> you said no phone time for this family, like, activity or family day, and you're like, oh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so then I just own it. You yeah. know what, buddy? You are right. I did say that. And I am on my phone, and I apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it away now. So I think as long as you're, you know, kind of honest about, right. I'm not perfect either. Right. I'm also working on it. I'm sorry. For sure. You know, but yeah, phone is, uh, yeah. is a struggle. It is because you can do so much from it. Wow. Okay. So we were it's not alone. I'm no, so glad. Not oh alone. my gosh. How do you develop like community or does your businesses inherently provide that since you have employees? Do you mm-hmm. ever, because it gets lonely sometimes. Do you mm-hmm. have other entrepreneurs or small business owners that you meet with or? I actually am working on that okay. because it was something – so Maison actually on Main Street, that sweet little gift shop um, boutique, it's gorgeous in there. She's done an amazing job. Kathleen has been super sweet, and she actually hosted a pop-up for the closet trading company, Aww, which was very, cool. very fun. We brought some things out. Like people got to shop her things and our things. It was so fun. And we're getting together for lunch, and I just thought I need to do more of this because I think – You know, everybody says this, men in business and women in business is a little different because I think as women and mom, we, we have the constant running tally of, oh my gosh, the kids need this. And then I got to do this and oh my gosh, groceries and oh my gosh, dinner. And right. Yep. And then you also have to perform well at your business stuff. Yep. Oh, for sure. (laughs) And then you have to be a wife that's intentional. And so how do you... Do all the things. <laughs> so I, I was like, oh, my gosh, it would be so fun to have, like, a lunch bunch. That's cute. Women in business or something, even if yes. it was once a month. Because I think community has been really hard. I have wonderful friends. Like, don't get me wrong. My friends are amazing, and I love them, and I'm so thankful. But there is kind of that little if – if you don't own a business, it's sometimes hard to relate. It is, yeah. Right? And when you're talking, like, I've loved talking with Kathleen because she had all those COVID experiences and, like, how do we figure out marketing and, oh, my gosh, the algorithm, you know. Right. Just all those things. For sure. It's so fun to relate. Like, oh, you get it. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, my gosh. It's so important. So maybe, like, I'll have lunch bunch with you. Yeah, let me invite you to the lunch bunch. That's (laughs) so cute. So neat to see all that you're doing in our community. Wow. It's been it's been a wild ride for sure, but I guess that's kind of where God has us. And yeah. I love making new connections, and it's it's been really fun to. Do your kids want to go into business? I at least one of them does. Okay, she's hysterical. She's like on the ball. Oh. She is like organized and together and with it. She works at the store. She's only thirteen, Aww. but she talks about her future real estate portfolio. Oh, we just had a real estate agent in here. Oh, so what qualities do you think someone needs in order? to go into business do they need to be the achiever do they need to be oh. a, like attention to detail or mm-hmm. I think you need 
I think you need it all. I heard someone, and I honestly forget who it was. It was an entrepreneur on, I think, the How I Built This Podcast. But she talked about you hire your weaknesses. Mm, I've gotten that advice too. Yes. Hire out the things that you don't feel like you're good at. And don't worry about paying someone to do it. Just do it. It's worth it. Yes. Yeah. So we've experienced that. I think we're – so I am not a detailed person. I am very big picture, broad strokes, mm-hmm. creative. I can decorate a shop window, but I will not remember to pay taxes. So <laughs> – Right? So <laughs> you came. do not want me to do that. <laughs> and so for us, it's been like, okay, so how can I hire that person who can help with the details? So we actually hired um, a director of operations for our company. Nice. And I'm looking for a personal assistant. Are so if anyone's listening, right? yeah. you're really good at details, <laughs> you can DM us. Oh, that's good. So I think hiring your weaknesses is probably, or just knowing what they are. Right. Right? Just so be true. self-aware. Right. And you can't do it all. There is no such thing as having it all. It does not exist. Right. Yeah. No, it comes at different seasons. Yeah. You cannot, like, oh, I, you cannot have a clean, beautiful, rainbow, organized fridge, house, whatever, and run all this. Yeah. No, it's true. Because yeah. you know who does the rainbow organization? <laughs> staff. Paid staff. <laughs> Sorry. That's my, oh my that's like my new pet peeve. Oh. Every time I see the rainbow organization. <laughs> I like that you're very honest and just... Lay it out there. Yeah, you don't pretend to have like the rainbow colored fridge and then oh, no. the flourishing business and <laughs> oh. be the most amazing mom. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes something's got to give. Yes, because you're only one person. Right. I have the same 24 hours as anyone else. And so you have to make the call. What can you live with? Right. My garage is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the choice I'm, I have to make at the moment. I cannot organize my garage. But get you're what making I need to get. such a difference. And I think that is so important to say that it doesn't discount you if you're not going to have the rainbow fridge or the super clean house. You are still making such an impact in this world. And my gosh. Hopefully. Yeah. No, you are. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if you're going into business, maybe have some perseverance. Okay. Yes. Um, be able to like get back up again when you get knocked down. Yes. Think outside the box, right? Yeah. A lot of things you can just, we call it MacGyvering all the time. Like just MacGyver it. I don't know. What do people do before Google and YouTube? I'm like, I'll figure this editing thing out, you know? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Just every, you, you wind up being a jack of all trades, I think, because Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't have the money to hire out. Right. So you do have to figure out Google ads by yourself. Right. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Where can people find you, though? So we're on all three shops on Instagram. Uh, We're pretty active on all locations. So we have the Children's Orchard Santa Clarita. And you can shop our stories, which is really fun. We'll send you an invoice if you see something on there you like. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. I know Um, the stories put things like new finds and great finds. Yes. They'll put it up there. But I was like, oh, for sure it's gone by the time I get there. But no, we can purchase You can DM us. Okay. It's so great. It's something that we are still getting better at. Mm -hmm. But we started to do it. And it's been really successful. Because like you said, sometimes you're too busy to just run down and get it so if you dm us an email we'll just email you an invoice you pay right from your phone so super easy and then you just come and get it whenever you can oh my gosh that's great okay i love that so that's really fun that's children's orchard santa clarita and then we have the closet dot woodland hills and the closet dot santa monica are so the fun. Instagram pages for those. And you can also shop from those as well. Thank you so much. I'm Thanks. definitely going to connect you with Rise Foundation. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. For sure. 
yeah, we've we've been able to host foster families kind of as one-offs. So okay. a few times someone has reached out and said, like one time there was a family of six kids, their parents had passed away. Oh my and gosh. their foster family was like, we have nothing. So they came in and they did a shopping day yeah. at Children's Orchard. It was so fun. We love getting to bless people. Okay. So as long as people reach out and, you know, we can vet them in some way, yeah, we're so happy to help. Rise will also be the vet that it's yeah, a social worker in touch I love that. Too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'd love to be connected. Well, thank you so much for Thanks, your time Kelly. today. I loved getting to know you and... Just a huge shout out to Children's Orchard. Yes, thanks, Kelly. No thanks problem. for having me. Anytime. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Thanks for listening to the SCV Connected podcast with my mom, Kelly O'Keefe. Don't forget to click on all five stars. Make sure to share this with friends and family and stay connected.